0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to "And Let's Be Heard" for Tuesday, August twenty third, twenty twenty two. I'm Mike Shapley. Right, all right, all right. See, the room is filling up already. We're gonna have we have a lot, lot to cover. There's a lot, lot to cover. Um, I know. Yesterday, I went off on Fauci, and I've decided I'm gonna do it again today because I just love it. I love it. It makes me feel good. It makes my blood pressure go down. Actually. It makes my blood, you know, actually, people say, you, know, you get mad. It might get so mad. Does it make you go? No, it doesn't make my blood pressure go. It makes it go down. I enjoy getting this all out. I enjoy getting out my hatred for Tony Fauci. And it's a well-deserved hatred. Because the more we hear him talk, the worse it gets. I wish he would just shut up. It would be better if he just shut up, retired, left, and we don't hear from him again until January. When the Republicans take over Congress and grill his ass in front of uh, millions of people watching on television on a nightly basis, should be, that should be primetime coverage, not this January 6th crap. So Tony Fauci is now giving his excuse, oh, people crucified me. He said, you know, people, people complained and they criticized me for being wrong so often and I'm wrong and I, I, I was incompetent. But no, it was, it was, just, the, it was just the science evolving he said. They love to use that word. They, they got it from Hillary Clinton and this word evolve really began with – I know the word evolve has always been around but the word evolve when it comes to politics and using it as an excuse for being wrong and or like lying about something started with Hillary Clinton in 2015 during the, the campaign, the presidential campaign, the primary where people would point out her contradictions, how often she'd been wrong. She said things that were wrong. She had ideas that were wrong, that were proven wrong. And, or she changed on things from one to the other for political convenience. She changed from this to that. And she's, no, it's evolving. I'm not lying. I'm not a, a you know, a lifetime politician. I, I'm evolving. I evolve as a person. My ideas are evolving. So now whenever a politician is wrong, Caught being wrong, caught lying. They say they've evolved. <clears throat> so that's what Anthony Fauci saying. Now, that the science evolved. This was a new thing. This is a respiratory virus. We've never heard of such a thing before. Of course, that's a lie to begin with. At least, at least, Rochelle Walensky was honest in saying we have been preparing and knowing about this for 75 for three quarters of a century, for 75 years. And we should have been better prepared because we knew for 75 years what this was all about. We've been preparing for this. But according to Fauci, no, 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 this is a brand new thing, a brand new thing. And everything just evolved so quickly. So basically, what Tony Fauci saying that, you can, I can point out a million holes in that evolving excuse, that bullshit excuse. But starting with the fact that we were all called conspiracy theorists. When we said it was wrong, when, we said, when Fauci said something and we said it was bullshit and it's wrong and this is why it's wrong, we were called conspiracy theorists. So what happened? Did the science eventually catch up? Did we catch up to the science or did the science catch up to us? So that means the conspiracy theorists like myself and others who listen to this show knew more than Fauci or we ended up being right or the science evolved to our way of thinking. So had we know more than had had crazy tinfoil had conspiracy theorists know more than Fauci? Had we know the science was going to evolve when Tony Fauci didn't know it was going to evolve? That's very confusing to me. Not only were we called crazy conspiracy theorists, but if you're saying that the science evolves and you know it's going to evolve because you're a scientist and you know it evolves, right? Why would you talk with such fucking certainty every time you talked about something? Why didn't you say, well, this is what I believe on June 15th of 2020, but this is evolving. So a week from now, it can change. A month from now, it can change. No, no. Tony Fauci didn't do that. He said with utmost certainty, every time he talked, it was a certainty. No, it's a certainty the vaccines will stop you from getting COVID. No, no, it's a certainty that masks will end COVID, will stop the spread. No, no, it's a certainty. Give us 15 days to slow the spread. And that's a certainty. He talked uncertainties, okay? That's not what you do when you know things are evolving. When you know something might evolve six months or a year or a year and a half from that point. You say, this is what I believe now. But you know what? It's not lead pipes in science. It's not exact science, people. So take it with a grain of salt. Or make your own decisions. Because this could change tomorrow. He never said that. He's full of shit with his evolving. Everything he said was certain. And he was so certain he got people killed. He was so certain he got the economy destroyed. He was so certain he put kids back two years in school. He was so certain people didn't see their parents and they were dying. Or their grandparents when they were dying. Because he was so fucking certain. So shove the evolving science up your old ass. Give me a fucking break evolving so wait a minute so Fauci is saying like I put as a header on this show that the science evolved to what like Ron DeSantis was doing all along so Ron DeSantis was two years ahead of Fauci is that what he's saying Ron DeSantis was smarter than a lifelong epidemiologist is that what Tony Fauci is admitting because Ron DeSantis was doing all those things for the last two years all the right things, while Fauci was saying to do all the wrong things. So how is Ron DeSantis so evolved in this whole thing? And did one fucking left-wing DNC-backed journalist say that? Wait a minute. All these things that so-called evolved that you couldn't see coming is what Ron DeSantis has been doing since April of 2020. So what's your excuse for that, Tony? What do you have to say about that, Tony? Did anyone ask that question? Did anyone bring up that reality to him? That fact? That lead pipe cinch fact? That DeSantis knew more than Fauci for two fucking years? The lifelong fifty year half century brilliant epidemiologist? The governor of Florida? Hey, DeSantis is a smart guy, but that's that's really smart. That's really fucking smart, no. The answer is that Tony Fauci is totally full of shit. He's a brainless political hack jerk. That's what he is. That's why he was so wrong. You see, that's why he was so wrong because he's a political hack. He's not, as I said yesterday, he's not a doctor. I would never address him as doctor. Just I wouldn't address the fake Jill, Jill, not Jill Stein. Jill Stein's an actual doctor. Jill Biden, another fake doctor who I'd never address as doctor. He's a lifetime political hack. That's what he is. And he said everything with complete certainty. He said he was the science. He said if you challenge him, you are challenging the science. Wait a minute. But he just said things are revolving. So it's normal to challenge people if the science is evolving, Right. Did he ever say how it might evolve? Did he ever say, well, this is what I believe today, but a week from now, it could be this or a year from now, it could be that. No, he never said that. There was never any caveat to everything he said. Everything was 100% certainty. Because he's totally full of shit. The answer is he was wrong because he's been wrong for the last 53 years. He's been wrong on everything for the last 53 years. Everything in his business, he's supposed to know he doesn't know. Because all he knows is politics. All he knows is the ass-licking of the politician in power, of the politician who's, who's most popular at that time. That's what he does. The public sentiment that's most popular at that time. That's what he feeds into. That's all he's ever done. And the bottom line behind all he's ever done, the bottom line behind all he's ever done is money and making money for himself and making money for his friends in big pharma by pushing AZT, which killed gay men by the tens and tens of thousands, the hundreds of thousands the millions killed gay men. OK, but made money for believe me, all the they didn't give back their money. They made an AZT because they killed everyone with it. They didn't, they retired on that. His friends fucking retired on the death of gay men in the 80s and 90s. The son of a fucking bitch that he is. They retired on that money. They didn't give it back. They didn't say, oh, this did not work, give it back. And of course, as you know, you can't sue them, right? That's all he's ever been about. And so he saw another opportunity in this next wave. You know, it had been like 10, 15 years between money waves for this political whore, for this money whore. So. He saw the vaccines. Another way to make money. Not one vaccine. Not two. Not three. Not four. Not five. Not six. Come on, people, wake up! He's about making money for himself, over the t- by by government check and under the table, and for his friends in big pharma. That's all he's ever been about, and everything he says has been about making money for big pharma. Everything he says, whether it's the, whether it's the vaccines, whether it's the shit therapeutics that give you COVID again. A great therapeutic that gives you COVID two weeks later again. What kind of a a therapeutic gives you the disease two weeks later? And I'm getting angry again. I swear this is like Ralph Cramden talking about his mother-in-law in the Honeymooners. Going to start out calm. I'm going to be calm today. I'm going to be calm today. I'm not going to get mad today. I'm going to be calm. And then, of course, he loses it. And that's the way I am with Fauci. I cannot be calm talking about, just like I couldn't be calm talking about Hitler. If this was a podcast, if they had podcasts, in the 1930s and 40s, I wouldn't be calm talking about Hitler either. He would get me so angry. Because murderers do get me angry. Especially those who murder and hurt people for political gain, for power and money. That was Hitler's game also. And for a sick ideology, an incredibly sick ideology, we cannot let this man, I won't let this man just ride off into the sunset. I will not let this man ride off into the sunset. That's my main reason, by the way, for voting for Republicans in November. My main reason, I'm going to be watching Anthony Fauci. I don't mean to make this like a film reference day but I'm, or, or TV or cultural reference day, but I'm going to be watching Anthony Fauci in January and February and March of next year in front of the house, being grilled day after day, the public being shown how he lied, how he hurt people, how he destroyed lives. I'm going to be watching it like the crazy writer professor in a clockwork orange when he's he's uh if you remember that scene where he's torturing alex with the music with beethoven's ninth just dripping with pleasure watching him get tortured that's gonna be me i'm gonna be like a crazy nutty professor for once you know i'm allowed to have some kind of derangement syndrome i'm gonna have fauci i'm gonna have fauci derangement syndrome i have fauci deranged i admit it I admit it, I have Fauci, derange- I'm Micah Chopley, and I have Fauci derangement syndrome. As Cheech said, same for him. He's voting for, sent me a message saying he's voting mainly for this reason, is why he's voting for Republicans. This reason is the reason why he's voting. And I, In fact, I'll do a show in the, next, in the next couple of weeks. We'll do a show asking people why they're voting Republican this time. And I definitely would want to hear from, like, people who voted for Democrats a lot as well. You could be a lifelong Republican and tell me what's your main reason for still voting for them. But I want to know if you are not. We'll do a show soon. If you voted for Democrats or if you were independent, most of and you're voting for Republicans now, why? What's the top reason? But for me and for Cheech and for a lot of others, the top reason is going to be this COVID and the need for punishment, the need for punishment. There must be a punishment element here. There has to be. Because only the punishment element, as I've said a million times, as with cheap, dirt, low life criminals, is what keeps people from doing this stuff. The deterrent of being punished, being grilled, being interrogated, being put in jail, being tried and put in jail. That's what must happen. That is what must happen. This son of a bitch Fauci goes on TV and says that he's not sorry about lockdowns, that he didn't lock anyone down. Ooh, what I want to do to him when he says something like that. I just I get I get these feelings, these urges. They're not they're not they're not good. They're not good. What I want to do to him when he says something like that. That he wasn't responsible for lockdowns, that he never pushed lockdowns. This. You know, son of a bitch. What else can you say? But son of a bitch, that's what he is, a sociopath. And people on Twitter were shocked. They're like, oh, how could he he say this? It's so obvious. We know this because he's a sociopath. And sociopaths don't feel any empathy. They don't feel any sympathy. They don't feel any remorse. They're incapable of admitting failure or being wrong. This is what the sociopathic personality is. Look it up. Look up sociopathic personality disorder this this is what you'll find this is what he said he does not feel that school closings were a problem because he doesn't have a kid who's who's 6 years old who now who's on fourth grade level who's on 4 year old level now someone in second grade who's in the kindergarten level he doesn't have that he doesn't have kids he doesn't have ki- he doesn't have he doesn't have teenagers who are, who are committing suicide who knowingly taking fentanyl? in all some of them to commit suicide and committing suicide in other ways because of what happened, because of the lockdowns, because they couldn't see their friends, because they had no life, because they couldn't go to school, because they couldn't do the normal things a kid can do. He says closing the schools did no harm. This man is a sick fuck. He's a sick fuck, people. There is no kind way to put it. There's no kind way to put it. He's not sorry about lockdowns. He has no responsibility for lockdowns. He doesn't think school closures were an issue. This man is a sick person. But this is also what happens, as Dr. Siegel said on Fox, when someone who's a doctor oversteps his boundaries and goes into politics and social commentary and has has an effect on society and can make decisions on whether – Stores close or schools close. That's not a doctor's job, but he's not a real doctor. This once again proves he's not a real doctor. He did public policy because he's a cheap political whore. Fauci's a cheap little, little cheap political whore. And he proves it over and over again when he goes on TV and he says things like, oh, Rachel, I always I was wanted to be on your show, Rachel. I love your show. You're the best show. Well, that's because he's a liberal. And he let his politics get in the way of being fair, open-minded, and honest. It's out there front and center. When someone, There's no one in this fucking world who's going to say Rachel Maddow's their most favorite show if they're not a, if they're not a total lefty lunatic. I know, I know lefties who don't like Rachel Maddow. I know staunch Democrats who can't stand her. Believe me, if you say that's your favorite show, you are as left as one can be. And so Tony admi- admit, Fauci admitted to being a total loony, lefty, fringe leftist. Who loves Rachel Maddow? It's his favorite show. He said it to her on the air, to her face. And then he lied and said the Trump administration will let him go on. Like anyone stopped. Like Trump stopped Tony Fauci from doing anything. Idiotic. All he does is lie. This is what politicians do. They lie. Doctors shouldn't lie. Real doctors don't lie. They tell you the truth, whether it's, you know, positive or negative or neutral, they tell you the truth. That's what real doctors do. But Anthony Fauci is not a real doctor. I don't think he ever was a real doctor. Certainly hasn't been one for the past half century. Which is why we can never allow... Here's another lesson. We can never allow doctors to make policy decisions ever again. We cannot allow doctors to have any influence... On public policy decision making none zero. that's not their job. Their job is to tell us what the deal is and let adults just like your doctor just think of it in the Mac the micro. your doctor doesn't run your life. okay no matter what your situation is your doctor gives you the information and it's up to you. Your doctor can't even force you to get an MRI or, or a CT scan. It's up to you. The doctor can say, this is what I think is, the best, is in your best interest. But you're an adult, and it's up to you. Your doctor doesn't say you can't go to work. Your doctor doesn't say you can't run your business. So if your doctor can't do that, why should a doctor do that to the country? Why should any doctor be able to do that to 330 million people when your own doctor who you trust can't do that to you? Because that's not a doctor's job. Give me the facts. They say, tell tell it to me straight, doc. But then it's up to me. If I'm told I have cancer, it's up to me if I want chemo or not. Not the doctor. They can't force you to get chemotherapy. It's up to you. It's your life. It's called freedom. It's called the U.S. Constitution. And by the way, it's exactly what Ron DeSantis just said. And I'm not a religious person. But he said, our rights are not given to us by the government. They're given to us by God. They're God-given rights. They're not politician-given rights. And a fucking moron like Eric Swallows immediately goes on Twitter and says, "A separation of church and state. In fact, first of all, there's, there, is nothing, there is no real separation of church and state. It doesn't say that in the Constitution. There's nothing in the Constitution that even says that. But even if it did... This is not a separation of church and state issue, you blonde-headed fool, you fucking moron. But Eric Swalwell, Eric Swallows doesn't like that idea because he wants to control you. You see, that's what the left wants. They want to control you. They don't like someone on the right saying that God or our God or my God or whoever that God may be controls me, not you, the politician. They don't want that. They want to control you. So when Eric swallows the separation of church and state, he means he wants the state to control you. He wants the church out of it. He wants the state to control you. He wants to be able to control you. He doesn't want to be told some higher power has more control than he does. Oh, how could a politician ever think there's a higher power than them? This is called. This is we elect sociopaths because there are a lot of sociopaths in this world that elect other sociopaths. It's hard. It's also hard for people to see it. The good sociopaths are very good at hiding it until it becomes blatantly obvious, often once they're in power, like someone like Fauci. So this is, this, is, this is what we have right now. We have a whole party, a Democratic Party that is diseased with power to want to control lives. They want to control us. Yeah, uh, Cheech asked, when was the last time Fauci had a patient? If he ever did, it was when he was maybe 30 years old, 35 years old. If he ever did, I don't know. I don't know if he ever don't. I don't know if Fauci, I think Fauci's been a politician from day one. I don't think he's ever been a real doctor to have patients. I don't believe so. I mean, you could look it up, but I I guess if it happened, it was 50, 55 years ago, 60 years ago, and I don't think it ever happened. I think he got into this profession to be a a political whore, to be a big pharma mouthpiece, to make money for his friends at big pharma. I think that's what, you know, much of the NIH is about. And maybe Daniel, hold on, let me get, let me get to Daniel. Hopefully, before I put Daniel on, hopefully Daniel has something to say about this, and he's not going to tell you, and he's not, he's not witnessing, I almost said committing a crime. Uh, he's not witnessing another crime in San Francisco, but let's see what's happening with Daniel. Hey, Daniel, what's up? I am
1: neither committing nor witnessing a crime. Scene. Good, good. That's good. To I am hear. in fact nestled into my abode and uh, and enjoying your show.
0: <laughs> the way it should be. The way it should be.
1: Yes, uh, Batman is at home tonight. With the uh, I wish the Catwoman was here with me, or a Catwoman, and uh, and I don't even have Alfred here. You know? uh, So do you know? Do you know? Fauci ever really had patience? The, the last patient I think Fauci saw was um, during Ebola, which was, what was that, like 10 years ago? Uh-huh. And and he maybe saw uh, like one, maybe, oh. maybe, maybe two. We're talking, we're talking, I mean, most, most physicians see, you know, 10, 10 to 30 patients a day. Mm-hmm. Fauci has, has probably seen 10 to 30 over the last 40 years.
0: Right, right. Yeah. So he has absolutely no idea what the actual person is going through, what the actual patient's going through, what the people are going through. Yeah.
1: And yeah. when he, yeah. And when he saw those uh, Ebola patients, he did nothing. The, the the physicians that were in charge of those patients treatment were doing everything. He basically walked into a room and said, hello, and then turned around and walked out while, while donning his hazmat suit.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't even remember that. To the Ebola was like a flash. To, you know, I, it was here. It was gone. It was, you know, they, 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 they criticized Obama at the time for not panicking. And I, I give Obama credit for not panicking. Um, there was nothing to panic about. You know, and unfortunately, now that's not the attitude the Democrats have anymore.
1: Now, Fauci's, Fauci's an administrator. Um, and um, like you, I was incensed hearing him talk about the science evolving because, cause let's let's look at where it has evolved from and where it has evolved to. F since from the, throughout the 20th and 21st century, we have had a conventional way of handling epidemics, and there have been at least five epidemics, um, declared epidemics, in, in, in the U.S. And um, and then there's been you know many 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 smaller outbreaks that weren't epidemics, but they're necessary. They're nevertheless, they're enough never less. Uh, Outbreaks of interest to epidemiology and epidemiologists for for all that time, over 100 years, have been dealing with these outbreaks in a very conventional manner. And that very conventional manner is essentially what was written down in the Great Barrington Declaration that Jay Bhattacharya and Martin um, Kaldorf and, oh, I'm forgetting the last um, very important um, um, woman epidemiologist um, name, um, so, so my apologies to her. Uh, so it's basically what that was written down in the Great Barrington de- Declaration, which is basically saying we need to stick to convention. So where did we evolve from? Well, that was was the standard was, was operating according to convention. The, the convention laid out century in Great Barrington Declaration and practiced for over hundred years, and it evolved to the very same situation. So so what what did we do? what, what did we, we evolved from this the, the, the same place that we're usually at to the same place that we're usually at with respect to operating, and in between, we carried out a grotesque experiment on humanity, the worldwide right so it's it's, it's
0: so easy What bugs me more than fauci because fauci's a sociopath he's going to lie. What bugs me more than that are the people who are interviewing him we don't have a pair of balls or a brain or both to, add, to 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 challenge him on this i mean it's so easy to challenge him on this cuz he's so blatantly lying he's so blatantly lying it's so easy to challenge him on this and no one does they just they just let it go they basically just let it go there's very little pushback there's very little
1: pushback it's because you know. of our media it's because of our media and the way our media operates um, and and what uh, the the what editors will allow in, in written word media, and what the uh, producers of show will, what shows will allow. I mean, you, don't, you don't they don't just give you carte blanche of when you're a journalist of any type to, to go and ask anybody any question that that you want. It's it's not not to say it's scripted, but they give you a, a, a certain um, parameters in, in that um, you have to stay within. Um, certain guidelines that they have you have to stay within when 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 talking, and they change. Talk, when talking to people and um, when interviewing people, and they change, but depending on those those people, and they change at whims, and and so we don't we just simply don't have in journalism anymore. It's dead. So so there there's there's plenty of people out there that have, that have objected to to the way um, Fauci was doing things. They were never heard from.
0: And, oh, and oh thank you. You just, you just reminded culture. me. Daniel, before I forget, you reminded me of another point I made with, that shows what a, what a piece of crap Fauci is, and, and not one journalist said that. Well, okay, doctor, if you things are evolving, you know things are evolving, why are you trying to silence your critics? Why are you trying to silence people that have another point of view? Why are you trying to silence people? If it's, if, 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 if it's not lead pipe cinch settled science, why are you, evo- why are you trying to crit- silence, which they did, silence people who don't say exactly what you say? See, this shows what a scumbag he is. Yep. If, you know, if you know science is up in the air, things are changing. And this is what Scott Atlas has said. This is real science. Where you're, And Jay Bhattacharya said that. Real science is challenging things, challenging ideas. But Fauci was so cocksure of himself, he tried to silence anyone who had a different point of
1: view. Yes, and he tried to solve. He's tried to silence the writers of the Great Variant Declaration, and we we have a documentation of that, where he has said that that they need to go after these what do you call fringe epidemiologists. These are not fringe epidemiologists. These are very very well respected epidemiologists and doctors, and and they just they they, they took out a hit essentially on 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 these people and many exactly. many more right. we presently have in california a bill yep before yep. The, um that has been then forwarded that is basically saying that doctors it, it will disallow doctors from criticizing essentially cdc and and if, and if the doctors criticize cdc or depart from treatment as uh, um dictated by by organizations like the cdc they can face just dis- they, they can face losing their license. And they will definitely lose their jobs if they're involved if they if appointed an HMO.
0: Oh yeah, of course. And this is this is the bill in Canada. You've said that. And this is the the, the uh, ca- California. California. California, same same difference. Um that yeah. must be defeated, where well, your doctor can't give you information that he has or she has. Your doctor can't can't no. Basically, this is about the government, in California, getting between you and your doctor.
1: Exactly, and yeah. and, and and doesn't the the uh, illiberal um, left um, always talk about getting between the physician and the patient when it
0: constantly, comes constantly, yes, the health insurance companies, the health insurance companies get between uh, a patient. And they're always because they're hypocrites, Daniel. You and I know what bullshit artists they are. They're hypocrites.
1: Oh, it's not not just – yeah, it's not just with – it's not just with insurance. It's with things like abortion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. cetera. But when it comes to forcing people to get a vaccine, when it comes to forcing people to mask up, they're all about getting between you and your doctor. Oh,
0: totally.
1: Because it it totally became a political game to them. It had nothing to do with with medical care. It had nothing to do with health. It was all about politics. and. How it evolved to such a star, sorry state is really quite a story. I mean, the, the, I and you, um, for, for many of the same reasons, um, have been, had been Democrats our entire voting life, my, my entire voting life of four, 44 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I've been voting Democrat ever since I was 18. And and, and what and what happened? They they, they, they just entirely abandoned. Us and they abandoned us because they said over all these over God since I was a kid, you know, since since the abortion since Roe v. Wade, that a big component of of being a liberal was liberty, and one of those big features of liberty was the right to, to bodily autonomy, also freedom of speech, etc. Who's attacking freedom of speech and bodily autonomy in these last two and a half years? My God, the ill liberals. What used to, be, used to be considered liberals and Democrat Party have become so damn illiberal, they, they, they're just – they abandoned every single core principle of being a liberal, standing up for the little guy. What did they do? They shut – they locked down our economy. And locking down that economy, they shifted wealth upwards. And they did that by shutting down small businesses, businesses that weren't publicly traded. And they shifted all that money to Amazon and Costco and all these big companies that could stay open and weren't shut down because of various mandates. None of this was law because of various mandates. They killed hundreds of thousands of businesses, shifted all that money upwards to those that are trading in stocks. Made all these people sitting on that have 401ks very very happy as the stock market just dramatically increased after the initial fall is when when the pandemic was initially declared. Then it just shot up like freaking crazy because all this money got shifted to public trading publicly traded companies. Well,
0: and, and getting into the area that I want to talk to you about, because I know something happened to you earlier on Twitter, but we also see how Fauci and the left and the Democratic machine. Has used Facebook and Twitter and social media to ban people and silence people, and this about COVID, and this continues. This continues now, not just about COVID, but about any okay. any, any issue. And there's something I wanted to talk about here, and that was um, Paul Pelosi. There's a video out, by the way. You can go on on Twitter, if you can. <laughs> and Paul Pelosi, there's a video of Paul Pelosi. He was too drunk to even walk. This is the, the night he was pulled over. He could have seriously hurt someone. He did hurt someone, not seriously, but someone was hurt. So if you can go on, you can see the DUI video of of Paul Pelosi. Um, And I believe he was given a slap on the wrist, right? I think they gave him five days in jail, and he already supposedly spent four days in jail, and the last day is community service, and they're giving him three years probation. So supposedly, if he does anything else, if he has another DUI, he will go to jail for three years. But um, but I I know something happened to you recently uh, on Twitter, right?
1: Yeah, and this has been happening to a lot of people this last week. Um, I don't know if in your Twitter feed you've seen this or not, but in my Twitter feed, I have been seeing people taking screenshots after screenshots of people that have gotten suspension notices. People right. that have done nothing more than say what the CDC is saying, for example. It was just reporting was exactly what the CDC is saying or publications that were um, the CDC is involved with, and they're saying nothing more than what the CDC is saying, and they are getting banned. Well, I didn't get banned for anything uh, COVID related. I got banned for saying, um, and I can I can quote you exactly the, the the text and the exact text that I wrote was. And this was in response to a video that said, that showed um, the the drunk Paul Pelosi leaning right. against a patrol car, trying to steady himself. Right. Said that he got five days of, of jail time. So I wrote, quoting verbatim, "Sob should do serious time, get slap on his well-connected wrist." So I get so I get a um, uh, uh, email from Twitter saying that your account has been suspended for abuse and harassment. So, so let, let's say that it was, let's say this was abuse and harassment, which of course it is not. This is criticizing a well-connected um, uh, individual. Oh, the poor,
0: but, but Daniel, the poor Pelosi's, you're bullying these poor, weak, uh, you know, poor homeless people who can't defend themselves. I mean, oh my God, Daniel, so mean, so mean.
1: Yeah, well, well but if, if they're going to cause abuse and harassment, you would think that it would actually have to be abusing and harassing Paul Pelosi um, did oh, Paul it, Pelosi report my tweet
0: <laughs> first of all it's ridiculous it's insane of course it's not it, abusive it
1: co- yeah it is of course and, and here I am uh, criticizing essentially not necessarily Paul Pelosi but more more um, uh, uh, more the, the criticism is more leveled at Nancy Pelosi and that's and that's the well-connected part of, of this tweet and it, it, this is this our society should not we should not have to tolerate this under society. This lenient tr- treatment given to well-connected people. This guy should be doing some serious, serious time. Believe me, Daniel, if that was if that was the video of a
0: Republican and you said that, that you never would have been banned. Never. You would have gotten thirty-five thousand likes.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Of could, course. <laughs> There's no doubt if, about if, it. If it was, if it was, if I would have written this about Trump. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They, they would have – Twitter would have done everything that they could to promote this. You know. Daniel, they've done the, – people have written the most disgusting things about
0: Trump and never, been, never had any kind of a suspension. Exactly. The most disgusting things. And they have exactly. had any kind of suspension. We know this, but we know that Twitter, the people who work at Twitter, 99 percent of them have given to Democrats. Ninety-nine yes. percent of the donations from people who work for Twitter and Facebook have gone to Democrats. So this is obvious. We know the deal. We know the game.
1: So one can, one can imagine knowing the um, – The wokeness coefficient of of, uh, Twitter employees that these people were probably sitting around uh, this morning or yesterday um, when it became obvious that uh, Paul Pelosi or maybe Paul Pelosi even gave him a phone call or Nancy gave him a phone call and say, hey, the uh, verdict's coming down tomorrow and uh, we'd like you guys to plan ahead. So all the woke Twitter employees sat around and they thought, hmm, what should we tolerate? Oh, we're not going to tolerate a damn thing. And then they say, and Then they probably said, "Oh, hey, let's let's post something. Let's tweet something about it, so that we can uh, that people will criticize the lenient sentence, and then we'll just we'll, we'll just uh, ban them all."
0: Well, and, and if, remember, this censorship is going to get worse now as we're heading towards a midterm election. It always gets worse in the months and weeks leading up leading up to an election because oh, they want yeah. to, right. They yeah, want yeah. This, they, this, they want they want they want to push the one side narrative as much as the. Oh yeah, so we know this is going to get worse and worse. I, was, I had a seven-day ban last week, and this was a totally ridiculous thing. This was actually sport. <laughs> it, was, it was 10% COVID, 90% sports-related. All I simply said, there was some Dodger fan who was making fun of the Yankees or something. <laughs> and all I said was, the only World Series the Dodgers have won in the last uh, 20 years was the, the fake COVID one, where there was half a season. And they banned <laughs> me for that because they said I was saying COVID was fake. And, of course, that's not what the tweet was about. It was about the (laughs) World Series and the season being fake and compromised because they're such idiots there. They have robots running these things, and the schmucky, nerdy, 21-year-old techies, liberal techies who overlook these things are so fucking dumb that they don't know. They don't understand sarcasm. They don't don't understand any of this stuff. All they know is they're Democrats, and they want to protect the Democratic Party. That's all they know. Oh, yeah. And they want to protect a certain narrative, whatever that narrative may be, whether it's with COVID or Pelosi
1: or Biden or with Trump or whatever. And just to be clear, I didn't get banned for seven days or three days or one day. I got a permanent ban for speaking truth to
0: power. You don't have a permanent ban because your, your, your account is still up there. I can still see it.
1: Well, it's a permanent ban. They're, they aren't letting me back on and, unless I delete the tweet. That is well, don't, their- you know
0: you must, don't you know you must submit? I'm not going to submit of course. Well, you could also just start another account. I didn't that's, say I didn't yeah,
1: that's something I that's something I could do.
0: Yeah, um, I didn't yeah. Say it's it's easy really just to start another account. You know, and and you, but make sure you do it. Try to do it from a different like phone or a different IP address or whatever. You know, you can do that. You're smart enough, and uh, and it's it's tough to track. I mean, some people have five. Six. This is the pro- See, this is this is why Twitter's a shit. This is why Twitter's actually gone to shit ever since. First of all, it's boring since Trump left. At least it was. Ex- These people are so stupid. They don't even understand business model. That is good when you have someone who's exciting that actually brings people on. You know, it's almost like TV show or radio show that's good and controversial and brings in listeners and brings in advertisers. This is a good thing. Twitter is so dumb. And this is something Elon Musk understands, that all the real people who are interesting get banned and the only thing left are bots. And this is why the company isn't isn't worth anywhere near what Elon Musk had first offered, which is why he's going to probably get it for like eight bucks when he finally gets it.
1: Yeah, eight, eight bucks or some uh, some trinkets. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's a garbage. It's a it's a garbage land. And all this is going to do, all this quote unquote business model is going to do, is going to put them in the shitter, and they're going to end up going away. Someone else at Truth, Truth Social is catching up to them. You can go on Truth Social and say whatever you want. There's no banning. There's no centering. There's no there's no flagging. There's no nothing. That's what's called like freedom. So people are going on Truth Social now. That's why Truth Social has become the number one download now, because people realize there's a place to go, and this is what's going to happen. Now, Twitter has been very popular, been around for a long time. It's going to take probably years, not months to change. But eventually, Twitter is going to go out of business, and something like Truth Social is going to take over, because people are going to say, wait a minute, I can say whatever I want there. I can criticize Trump. I can love Trump. I can criticize Biden. I can love Biden, even though it's run by Donald Trump, he owns it. And it's, it's uh, I think Devin Nunez uh, overlooks it. They don't ban anybody. You can say whatever you want. They do not delete you. They do not shadow ban you. And people are going to realize this is the place to be. And that's going to be Twitter's own fault. Yeah, they're going to go the way of MySpace. <laughs> exactly. They're going to go, or Facebook, which has totally lost it. Oh, Facebook yeah. Just totally lost it. It's basically the average, uh, what, what is the average person on Facebook now? Like 72, 73? Young people don't use Facebook anymore. They they went from Facebook to Twitter. Now they're leaving Twitter and going to Truth and Instagram and TikTok. But unfortunately, Instagram and TikTok, we, TikTok has big issues. Of course, they're run by China, owned by China, so they have their own issues. They're constantly censoring things. So, but all these networks that censor stuff and don't allow freedom, they're all going to fail. They're all going to fail. And then they're going to say, "Well, what happened? Well, what happened is you were you were you, you censored people." And you lost real people and all you were left with were boring bots. And that, that, that's what's happened. And, 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 and Musk is so smart. He's such a brilliant guy that he knew this would go to court. Now, the court says Twitter must show how many real accounts there are, something they would not do until the court forced them to do it. But see, now they have to because of the lawsuit. And now everyone's going to see how so many fake accounts there are on Twitter.
1: Yeah, that'll, that'll be that will be quite an eye opener, won't it? <laughs> That's good. I, I'm, I'm just I'm waiting with, with bated breath to find out what that ratio is. Well, and, and as Cheech said, he just wrote me. They're all freaked out about
0: TikTok because TikTok's eating their lunch. Well, TikTok is eating their lunch. If you put a video on TikTok. Oh, my Lord. I put a few videos on TikTok. Now, once again, I've had censor issues with TikTok. Although I have to admit, at least TikTok, when I've challenged one, they, they put it back up. Something Twitter will never do. But um, uh, TikTok, there's somebody I could put up a video. And the thing about Twitter is unless you have followers, no one's gonna watch your video, or unless someone very big retweets it. But TikTok, I have had like five or I started with like five or six followers, yet my videos would get Fifteen hundred, two thousand views, because there's so many people on TikTok, and there are young people on TikTok, and there are energetic people on TikTok, and that's what that's what a, a, a winning model is 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 going to do. That yes. that's that, that that's a winning model. So people are moving around. You know, this is still a, social media; is still very, it's, it's in infancy, really, right? It's really in its infancy. I mean, Twitter. When did Twitter really start? Oh eight, oh nine, twenty ten.
1: It's not yep. that long. It's so, pretty. It's- it's yeah. free in its infancy, infancy as a technology and as a business and as a social experiment.
0: As a social experiment, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But but I think COVID especially, the last two years of COVID and the censorship they've showed, the censorship they've done um, has really hurt them. Has I mean, there was censorship before that. You know, there was a Trump battles and all that nonsense and censoring Trump. And just the idea, just the idea of censoring the president of the United States is, is absolute. I mean, you can't get more moronic than that. Yeah. Than censoring the president of the United States. If people don't like what he says, they won't vote for him. It's so yep. stupid.
1: Yeah. If, it, if, if, it, is, it is pretty stupid, isn't it? Um, if, if, if they didn't want people to vote for Trump, then just let Trump speak.
0: <laughs> well, and also, like I said, as a business, if I'm running a business and it's about this kind of stuff, Opinions and ideas and, and comments, I want someone like Trump on. I want a million Trumps on both sides of the political spectrum. I want everyone to talk like that because it's entertaining and it gets people to join. That's the whole business model. These techies are so dumb because well, they, not, have, they have allowed their political ideology to get in the way of their business sense. Which yeah, but it's none. not
1: – But it's not it's not all the tech's fault because how this evolved was about three years ago, maybe a little bit more. We had Zuckerberg and uh, Dorsey and a few others were hauled before a Senate or House um, committee. And they basically read them the riot act and said, you guys got to get this fake news under control, because if you don't, we will force you to. So the tech industry took up the mantle of getting this under control and they know that they can't do it. So they're just—they're just—they're—they're they're trying to follow uh, uh, the House, call, let's just to say Congress, because I can't remember which House it was. Um, they're trying to follow uh, Congress's threat, th- or they're trying to prevent Congress's threat from being carried through. That is, Congress coming in and taking control, essentially, in some fashion over uh, of the the social media platforms. So, so they took it upon themselves to do this, and and they're just going about it ham-fisted entirely. Look, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a
0: minute! I, I understand what you're saying, but. Here are two things that, with, with that's concerned. The first thing is, it's not constitutional for the government to say we're taking over a business, a private no, business. No, of course they can't. But the, so, the, so, the so go, so have some balls and take us to the Supreme Court, and you're going to win now, especially with this Supreme Court. You're going to win, okay? Well, basically,
1: basically they were saying we were going to regulate you just like they can through the federal, the FCC. And sorry, so the FCC, FCC is such an regulation. arcane,
0: arcane mid. They don't even need it anymore. So I, I should do a whole show about the FCC. With social media, there's absolutely no reason for the FCC to even exist anymore. Let me tell you, once Howard Stern went to Sirius and XM, the FCC – all the FCC did was go after Howard Stern. That was their whole business, getting you know? money from Howard Stern. Once he went to Sirius XM and there was social media, it's so antiquated. There's no. Once again, the next Republican president needs to just get rid of it, dismantle it, get rid of it. It's not needed anymore. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, Mike, that's a great topic for, if I, if I may be so bold as to suggest a topic for your show, that would be a great, given your background in radio, it would be a great sure. um, topic for a show to talk about the um, FCC and uh, what its but impact is. Of case, case, social in social point.
0: I, case in point, I listen to podcasts, I do a podcast, I can say, Fauci, go fuck him, so go fuck yourself, I can say whatever I want, right? So yeah. I'm on, about a month and a half ago, I was on uh, WABC with my friend Frank Morano. he does a late night show, which people should listen to, by the way, just because if you're not new york just go online to 77 wabc.com and it'll take you to his show he does 1 to 5 a.m eastern uh, except for the hour i do i guess we overlap a little bit <laughs> you should listen to frank and uh and i was on his overnight show and they were doing uh, tony sirico from the sopranos that just died and so frank wanted to play a bunch of his clips from the sopranos now of course they're filled with curses F, F this, F that. And Frank was Frank said, when the producer brought in the list of clips they we were going to play, he said these are all edited, right? They're censored, right? We have beeps, right? He was very concerned about that. Why should he be concerned about that in the year 2022 with podcasts and social media that God forbid someone's listening to terrestrial radio, a radio station, which most people listen on the internet just like listen to podcasts now? So in words, I could say, I could play a Tony Sirico clip where he's saying, fuck you, but Frank, at WABC Radio, which people are listening to on their cell phones, just listening to me, they can't have that. It's got to be beep, boop, beep, beep. It's so stupid. It's so idiotic. Yeah, We really put is. up with it because it's there and it exists. The next yeah. Republican president, because Democrats will never do it need to get rid of the FCC. They do not need to exist anymore. If you're worried about pirating, you can have a special bureau for, for pirating shit, but they, for anything else, they're not necessary. There should be no censorship anymore. There's no censorship,
1: period. Yeah. I, I would like to see, um, back, back to, to um, the, the Fauci topic um, before hanging up, I, w- I would like to see Fauci... Um, there There are a few court cases that- that involved um uh freedom of speech in particular the suppression of the great Barrington authors of freedom of speech um and and others um and i would, I would like to see fauci fauci Hall before that court as well as congress um investigations and I want to see him justify why he carried out this grotesque experiment on humanity because like I said, we started out understanding very well. Conventional uh, epidemiologists told us very well how to handle things like this. And we have returned to conventional epidemiology. They accused Sweden, for God's sake, of carrying out an experiment. Sweden followed convention through the whole thing. Fauci carried out this horrendous, horrendous experiment on humanity. It didn't just affect the United States. It affected the entire world. The entire world was following our lead. And, and he needs to answer he needs to answer that question. And for God's sake, this guy needs to spend the rest of his life in prison. He hurt so many children, killed children, at least at this point, over half a million children's lives lost, lost because of the economic fallout of lockdown Absolutely. in Western countries. Of course. Of course. Quite, and he's such a sociopath. He can't
0: even admit lockdowns were wrong. He can't even admit that closing schools were wrong. He can't even admit he had anything to do with that stuff. The guy is, is a sick person. He's a sick person. He really is. I mean, yeah. there's no other way to put
1: it. No a hundred million people, hundred more, hundred million more people were forced into poverty in this world because of Anthony Fauci and his lockdowns.
0: Yep. And you've been sending me, I will read these, by the way, in the either tomorrow or the day after, sometime this week, you've been sending me these great articles now about how the vaccines were getting more and more negative effects from the vaccines, more and more adverse side effects, people getting sick and dying from the vaccines. More and more of these stories are coming out now, in like Great Britain
1: especially. And and these idiots, and I don't know if you remember me talking uh, uh, about this over two years ago, but these uh, idiots that... Um, that um, Failed to heed the science uh, and what we know about uh, uh, vaccines um, are, are just now talking about what we call original antigenic sin and, and the the problem that, the problem there is that uh, if and this is one of the many reasons I have said uh, pandemics are for endemic disease i mean vaccines are for endemic disease, not pandemic disease the problem The problem is is when you start vaccinating people for a virus, and that virus mutates, you end up, you, you you can't come back later and develop a new vaccine and expect that vaccine to to work on this any better on the newly mutated virus because there's something that's called original antigenic sin. It's also got a name of, uh, I think it's Haskin effect or something like that. Um, and, and what happens is that your immune system, when there's small differences between variants of, of a, a virus species it reacts as though it is the original virus right. that's right. Right. right so so you so you can have different variants coming up and you can try to cr- create vaccines to respond specifically to those variants and they won't they simply won't they're going <laughs> to well, keep responding to the original and then when that original fades away you have a vaccine that works on nothing right and
0: and but the problem is that all this original stuff that we were told that fauci pushed, obviously that has that has turned out to not be true, people are still going about their lives a lot of people are as though these things are true, there are still vaccine passports, there are still vaccine mandates there are still there's still dif- differentiating between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated so the damage he's
1: done can't even be undone by facts. You have the it's, University of California for example that at the at the snap of their fingers created this edict that everyone, students, faculty, staff had to get vaccinated. At a snap of their fingers, they could say, whoops, we made a mistake. And that mistake should have been obvious to them. It was obvious to most of us with a a background in medicine that the mistake was made from the very beginning, over two and a half years ago. But they had no argument whatsoever when there was final proof that was in publications that these vaccines did not prevent transmission and infection. They should, have, at the snap of their fingers, the same snap that they initiated this, this um, horrendous policy with, they should have said, okay, done. We made a huge fucking mistake. Instead, we have university, University of California system, you know, beautiful system with it does, you know, is always has always been lauded as doing cutting edge research. They disgraced the name of every scientist, every researcher yep. involved with this university by doing what they did and by not at the first opportunity admitting that they made mistakes. One of the things that every scientist needs to learn how to do is that they admit that they've made mistakes. Well that's
0: that's 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 just the old science, Daniel. They don't do it anymore. There is no they, it's like they've all been told. It's just like they've all been given a memo, read them, and said, never, don't admit failure. Don't admit mistakes because of all the damage we've done with those lies uh, and being so wrong for two and a half years. We can never admit it. Otherwise, people will want accountability. And yeah. uh, what is that going to look like? They're afraid. They're afraid. Of course, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're afraid. And, that, and that's and, – unfortunately, that's, that's where we are right now. You know, That's why the CDC didn't really – Say they did anything wrong? They just said, "Well, you know, we have to update our systems. We need to get move people around a little bit. We need to bring in a Clintonite to look over the next." Are you kidding me? That's how they—that's how they're admitting failure, and they're going to change. But
1: bring in a Clintonite to look over the the next epidemic? Are you kidding me? Yeah, they didn't fail. They didn't fail. This went exactly as planned. And and to understand that that's, it went exactly as planned, all you have to do is look back at what happened with the 2009 swam swine, swine flu so-called pandemic um for for anyone out there listening i I, I encourage you um to read there's an excellent article article called the reconstruction of mass hysteria google it you'll find it um read it and you will be amazed at the parallels between that and what happened in the last two and a half years hey daniel go fight
0: crime thanks for the call go for go out fight 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 crime in san francisco because no one else is doing it i'm back. (laughs) then. take it easy Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, uh, we can end on Ian Miller, you know, who wrote the book on masks, put out another great graph. And this is no matter how many mask mandates or vaccine passports they've tried, Los Angeles has always reported higher case rates than neighboring Orange County. And no matter how often data proves them wrong, L.A. County Public Health continues to inaccurately claim that mask mandates work. And these are and there are eight million. There are eight million cases just like this. Well, you have two cities next to each other and one's doing it one way, one's doing it the other, and there's absolutely no difference. Or the place with the mandates and the passports did worse. We just saw that uh, Michigan, 2.5% higher morbidity rate for COVID than, than Florida. So Michigan, 2.5% higher morbidity rate for COVID than Florida, when Florida has a much older population. Michigan has a much younger population. Michigan also did all the lockdowns and masks and vaccine passports, Not that Florida never did. And of course, Michigan also has the destroyed economy, while Florida has the best economy in the country. So we see over and over again, we see over and over again the failures of the CDC, the failures of the Democrats, the Democratic governors, the failure of the Democratic mayors, the failure of Tony Fauci. And yet they won't admit to it, as I said, because the pitchforks will come out then. You admit, you admit total failure, and that you've destroyed all these lives. And the pitchforks come out. And they can never admit to that. Because they're literally afraid for their lives if they admit failure. They're literally afraid of their lives. And they, and they should be. Because they've destroyed so many lives. They've destroyed so many people. And this destruction, as we've talked about over and over again on this show, since its inception back in November, as the months go by and the years go by, It's going to be even worse. The numbers are going to be even worse. We're going to see truly, truly how bad it was, how awful these decisions were to lock down and how much better places that didn't lock down or had shorter lockdowns or didn't do all these mandates did. And we're not just talking about money. Of course, the money is important. The economy is important. A thriving economy is important. We're talking about real lives, deaths, I mean, the numbers are going to be staggering. I think the numbers are going to be when the dust finally settles, and that could be two years, five years, a decade from now. I think the numbers are going to be staggering. And uh, I think it was Dr. Malone who said something recently that the next thing they will say is we didn't force you to do any of the stuff you did it on your own. When it finally comes out how bad they were, how wrong they were, how much damage they did, their, their answer will be. You, you, you. People followed it. You didn't have to. You made your own decisions. That's how awful and evil these people are. He's. A, I bet he's a hundred percent right. That's what. And that's basically what Fauci said today, right? I didn't. I don't. I didn't. I didn't lock anybody down. I didn't do anything. People locked down their own. These governments locked down their own. I didn't do it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What a scumbag, huh? What a what a what a triple A cavone he is. Ugh, that he's Italian, that we share that heritage, makes me feel unclean. Okay, let's see. Is there anything else I want to talk about tonight? No, I think we've covered it. I think we have covered it, but it's only Tuesday, so there's three more shows to go this week, people. There's a lot more to cover. The name of this show is, and let's be heard, I'm Mike Gachopley. And I want you to remember, don't leave yet, remember, always remember, Vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you right back here. Same time, same place, same bat channel tomorrow.